lived in New York, in Brooklyn. And my girlfriend and I broke up, and New York suddenly seemed a lot smaller than it uh, had before. And I, I bounced, and I and I was from the West Coast, from Canada, so I, I guess I gravitated towards the West. And I needed the stimulation of a big city because New York had three years in New York had kind of kind of ruined me for going back to anything smaller. You were just running into her like the scenes were. No, small. I wasn't even. It was just like I'm ready to leave. I yeah. never loved New York. Really, it just overwhelmed me. I think. Do you love LA? No, really, but <laughs> it's better than anywhere else I can think of. I'm a pretty miserable person. <laughs> so, but do you foresee yourself just sort of? bouncing around for the rest of your life i usually don't stay in a place longer than seven years my entire life so you're coming up moving right as a kid i really am next year is the yeah. is the marker but i was hoping to get some stuff off the ground before i before i vanished from la but i'm not sure what i'm gonna do the thing is yeah i'm single uh and i'm childless so i don't have any real and i work i'm self-employed with music and and writing and art, so I have no ties anywhere. I could really be anywhere. I mean, you strike me as somebody who likes to keep busy. I need to keep busy, yeah. Quiets the demons. <laughs> you're, you're hard to keep track of between, obviously, like all of the, the many musical projects, and then all of a sudden I get a, an email from our, our mutual friend Jack at Fanographics. Uh-huh. Bless her heart. Telling me that you've got a, a comic coming out. Yep. That's yep. That's true. It was true. It's out yeah. now. Was this just like in, in your spare time? Uh, drawing something I've always always done it's a thing that i can do to just kind of calm myself down it's to like quiet a, the demons yeah that's exactly drawing is a real like s- since i was a kid it was something i could do go off by myself and draw and just have a little quiet time and and it's a little like solitude it was valuable and uh something i've always been fortunate you know to have access to that like to that space that i can go to and be creative but really quiet quietly have like an immediate result too as opposed to trying to make a film which takes years or try to make an album which takes forever and costs a lot of money this is something i can do and see the results immediately so something i'd always done in my in my downtime between music or while i was on the road it would be like more idle like it didn't have the cohesion or the focus and then last year i really decided to like focus i was i was taking a break from music i'm in the process of taking a, a break kind of a sabbatical or hiatus something like that and um or permanent retirement i don't quite know yet but i know i needed to keep moving the shark needed to keep swimming so i started to pour my creative um energies into this into this into and i got the the germ from Fanographics had was publishing this anthology called Now, and I was doing the back covers for them. And I was like, "What am I doing? Like, why am I? This is an opportunity here. I just saw the opportunity. It just like was presented itself very clearly. Like, I need to make a book. And there's a publisher that I have a relationship with who happens to be my favorite publisher of comics and one of the greatest publishers ever. Yeah. So, so it was like. It was like, oh, what what am I doing? Like, I have this, I have the ear of this great place, and I have this time now that I'm trying to put music in the on the back burner. So I I got an idea together, and I just followed through with it and pitched it to them when I was about 20 pages in, and then 288 pages later, here we are. I mean, obviously, there's a pretty major shift there from a time filler to actually you know really 
getting serious about it. As you sort of are at this crossroads in your life right now, career-wise, is this something that you're potentially looking towards to be the next step for you? Comics, you mean? Yeah, or writing or drawing or, you know, obviously this is a nice way to do both at the same time. Yeah, like I've always, like I said, I've always drawn. So I I, I think this is a, a way to legitimize that. And that obviously when I have the the cosine that Fanagraphics has yep. g- given me, it's like, okay, this is now this is real. And yep. now I'm going to now I'm going to take it seriously and double down on it and spend all my spare time working on it. So that's what happened. And yeah, I think it it's opened up hopefully possibility a world where I can keep doing it. I'd like to. That doesn't mean I don't want to do other pursuits too. I like to have these different things to pivot from because it keeps it keeps those things like if there's a little if I'm stalling out a little bit or a little out of gas with one idea, I can I can just pivot and and try to get the juices flowing in the other direction and usually it just keeps me keeps the the machine you know moving i guess was drawing previously was it something that you would sort of focus on when you had a a block when you were trying to you know write a song absolutely yeah if i was feeling uninspired i didn't want to force it any kind of writer's block which i'm currently experiencing uh with writing i didn't want i don't want to um if the well is currently dry i don't want to like lick the like the bricks, you know, <laughs> I just had to uh, wait for the rain to come. And then while so so I feel fortunate that I can duck around and um, maybe got other muscles you can flex. Yeah, that's the idea. That's the hope. Is this kind of block? Is this a first for you? Like of this sort of prolonged period? Yeah, I think I might be depressed, but that we'll save that for another podcast. I guess. Oh, no, this is a podcast. I've started like Funny. I've been doing this for five years and I've kind of like noticed I've noticed a theme that maybe there might be some sort of overlap between people who do things creatively and people mm. who are prone to uh, mm. chronic depression. Wow. Yeah. I'm feeling pretty lost. But I've survived this long. I think I can yeah. <clears throat> weather the storm and power through to the other side, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like part of the appeal of doing the comic early on was that it's something that you weren't taking seriously, right? I mean, you know, that it was something that was just kind of on the side. Yeah, more hobby yeah, level. And, and then once you once you make that shift, like once, you know, the paperwork is signed with a, a serious publisher and there's yeah. expectations that it's coming out, does that make it more difficult? No, if anything, it makes it more... It, I don't get psyched out by that. Yeah. Um, I also technically still haven't signed the paperwork yet. I have to do that. <laughs> you should get around uh, to that. I really the should. The book's been out for, what, a couple months at this <clears> point? It's been out for a month and a half, yeah. Um, I'm slow, though. Yeah. No, if anything, it just, like, it, it reinforced that, uh, that I have... That I have that I've that I have a reason to be here, yeah. you know. So if anything, it's it's inspiring. All I need is a little jolt of uh, reassurance and, and and a confidence boost, and I'm you can send me on my way. It's interesting. I think the back of the book it's described as a graphic novel, which I feel like isn't probably quite right. I mean, no, lengthwise, I, <clears> that's accurate. yeah. And um, maybe it's just a way to get people to buy it. Did these things sort of start in in isolation before? Obviously, they were collected as a, you know two hundred fifty. No, it was all it was all even though there's no through line yeah. yeah i mean there's somewhat of a through line there's themes that reemerge obviously there's 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 reemerging characters these penguins titular penguins i wasn't doing it to it wasn't scattershot it was yep. really like eric at fanographics mm-hmm. i sent him the first few strips of the penguins i was like hey i want to do this and he was he seemed on board and so then I just was like, okay, now I'm going to create a book. And I knew I wanted it to be varied and some of it just to be more illustration based, just like drawings. 
and then some of it was more co- in the comics vein. But um, the only consistency really is that there was no dialogue. I mean, you know, they are at their heart. They are kind of gag strips, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, in mm-hmm. that that classic Gags, sense. Yes. Yep. There is a good quote from you about why you settled on penguins. That there's a there's this, there's kind of a certain irony of being like one of the few members of the bird family that's unable to fly. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty that's pretty depressing in and of itself. You've got it these wings, but they're it's tragic. Yeah. It's tragic. Or... Yes. I was watching Blue Planet 2. I believe it was Blue Planet 2. And there was a sequence or a segment on penguins. And it was just so heartbreaking, the, the lengths that, to which these birds would go to um, find food and, and, and keep their family safe. And, and just, just, to like, just for love and survival, the, the depths at which they would go. And swimming like miles in these insane, turbulent oh this these waves that yeah. were just rocking them against the cliff and like so many would die and and they could just if they could fly it would all be it would all be solved you know and uh there was something so tragic but also like beautiful about that and i really could see the parallel i could see the humanity in these penguins yeah. i was like okay i can draw this 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 line between humans and animals and make it sad and funny and hopefully meaningful and 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 uh, so, yeah, the penguins look kind of like humans in the... What's the metaphor? What's our, what's our version of, of having flightless wings? I guess intelligence that we, that we so often mm. discard. Sort, sort of like... Uh, like sensibility. The, the, the notion that, like, all of these problems that we've brought on ourselves are things we could probably cure. Yeah. Climate change for, is sure. a good one. Yeah, it's, that's the most tragic thing. I think I woke up the other night at 2 in the morning, like, in a panic. Like, we've been issued this... Very concrete. Yeah, they gave us a date. Warning. Yeah, there's years, a date. Something like that. And it's like we have to do this now, and no one fucking cares. It's that. It's that. It's that Bowie song. Five years. Yeah. Yeah. Is that all we've got? It's really rough. It's really rough and scary. And uh, I don't know. We're gonna die. So might as well make gag comics about it. Were you able to? It's so funny. I just realized we're right across the street from the Church of Scientology. Yes, my church, my people. Were you at a point in terms of making music where you weren't? driving that sense of like joy that you had gotten out of it initially with music yeah oh there's a lot of reasons why sure. i needed to take a break uh yeah i i feel like i wasn't getting the respect and the recognition that i deserved yeah. for the amount of work and quality that i was putting in to these records um the last <clears throat> two records i made were amongst the best writing i've ever done and um yeah it just felt like there was diminishing returns and yeah. i was like i'm not gonna just sit here and keep banging my head against the same wall and get nothing from it. It just felt like, it felt like lunacy. Yeah. And that coupled with the fact that I'd made seven islands albums in 10 years. And in 15 years, I'd probably made like 15, I think 15 or 16 albums. And like, I've, I've said a lot. I don't know if I've said all that there is to say, but I've, I've gotten a lot off my chest and I don't I don't want to repeat myself just for the sake of doing it. I want to feel inspired and motivated. Like I was saying earlier with with any kind of creative if the well is kind of dry, I got to like step back a little bit. And uh maybe I need to like, you know, do some emotional research or something and, or or learn an an alternate tuning or something, but I also need I also on top of that, more importantly, I need an audience. I can't do this in a vacuum. It's just pointless. I mean, I mean it's interesting you mentioned that because you do obviously and and maybe it doesn't feel like it but obviously like you do 
have an audience. Like there are people who are following you from out down, but you've sort of gone in the other direction, right? I mean, you're like, I don't have maybe the audience that I want with music. So let me just start something like completely from scratch. Let's start right. a new career at the very bottom. Yeah. yeah, no, totally. It's kind of an insane <laughs> proposition, but, um, at least it's new. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I can't be jaded about it. Like I just did this little book tour for penguins and it was small, you know, like not a lot of people came out and, and a lot of them that did were music people like that people that knew my music but I feel okay. It's like I got to pay my dues. Like yeah. I, I don't feel, I don't feel burnt out by it at all. I'm just getting started, and I and I know that there's that there's there's years of 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 work that I'd have to put in to get to be taken seriously. So I'm not, I don't find that daunting. I find it um like a kind of fun challenge. Talk to me after my second book comes out, and I might feel differently, but right now it's like I'm just. How was that experience? So you know, I think it was like over the course of a month or so. Unfortunately. I think we were like ships in the night when you were in New York and then just ended it out here in LA a couple yeah. of weeks back. I mean, I, I assume on a lot of levels, it's different from performing a show. I would say on almost every <laughs> single level. Is it better? It's just different. Yeah. I mean, performing is, can be really fun. It can be also, was this, I mean, this was performative to some degree. Um, some places wanted me to play songs Yeah, and I grudgingly agreed, uh, <laughs> cause I wanted to get as much sure. eyeballs on the book as possible yeah. wasn't something i wanted to do to pimp out my musical side uh but i'll play game i'll you know i'll play ball because i wanted i wanted this book to have every opportunity it could i want to keep it distinct from my other pursuits but i also am realistic and realize that like it's all coming from me anyway so they all flow into each other but no for, for the most part it was mostly just talking about the book um having like the pages on a projector yeah. behind me and being able to like just sort of talk through the details of of the book what led me to it and what what the pages maybe were were about or any or something like that but uh it was a lot quieter you know i would just show up generally i never brought a guitar i was like you got to bring if i'm gonna play guitar it's like <laughs> you got to provide everything but no it was nice it was nice it was cool to just show up by myself and and leave without having to carry anything and have to bring in stacks of books or guitar it was all there so that was kind of cool i felt like kind of liberated are, are the conversations after the event different i don't usually converse after rock shows yeah. i just kind of hide backstage because uh just like 15 years of sure i mean you're hanging out wiped at a, too at i'm wiped end. i'm wiped and like you know i'm i'm grateful for the people that come out like extremely and and it's nice to meet those people that have like supported me and like believe in me. It's I'm like touched by it, but yeah, I'm wiped and like I don't know if I have anything to say necessarily other than like just expressing my gratitude. So it's just yeah, the whole the whole thing can be exhausting when you're on the road like four weeks yeah. in and you're in Iowa or wherever, you know, just like it just feel or Fort Wayne, Indiana. It's just like you don't know where 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 it began and where it ends you know so i just kind of like like usually keep a low profile at that point but uh this was like more of a vacation it was more like i felt like a bit of a tourist although i should clarify like i don't think of this occupation as tourism or or moonlighting like i really feel i really feel serious and sincere about it and <clears throat> have loved comics forever and um have drawn forever so this feels like uh, the place I, I, I need to be right now. I talk to a lot of musicians who don't 
love and understandably don't love like picking apart songs, things like that. But when you do in a, this kind of book event, you're mm. expected to do. I mean, it's your job to do that. You're sitting, you're literally right. sitting there with a page on a screen yeah. and you're explaining like gags to people. Yeah. Which I can do in like a sort of s- jokey way. I mean, also, yeah, I, I can talk through each panel, but I think if people can see it, they can like. The thing with my book is I think the slower you go, the more rewarding it is. Because I think when a book has no words, you're in, you're inclined just to like kind of power through. It's like people really only stop and read words. They don't necessarily read the pictures. And yeah. so I think the secret to my book to getting the most out of it is to like really read it as, as slow as possible. Because um, then it kind of reveals itself to you a little more. But yeah, I wouldn't. I, a couple of times I was I was literally talking through the panels and it was... It was kind of ridiculous, and I was aware of how ridiculous it was. But yeah, I could never, t- I could never describe the lyrics to my songs and say, you know, that like that that would be like n- n- not nails on a chalkboard for yeah. me to have to to explain my my feelings in song. Do comics feel like a more direct channel of expression? I mean, obviously, to some degree, they're both sort of ensconced in metaphor. It's harder because. I think it's harder to express myself in drawing because I don't think I'm – there's a lot of times when I'm like, I can't draw yeah. this thing that I'm feeling. Like, I, It's so hard to do it, too, in a wordless strip. Mm, yeah. Right? I mean, there's yeah. no exposition there. Yeah, I know. And I was, I was setting up those parameters, I think – I don't know. I think maybe because I had been writing lyrics for so long, it yeah. felt so refreshing to try to convey something without words at all. And I was there was there aren't many facial expressions either with these penguin characters. There are no facial expressions, so I really I was really like putting myself in a box and um, and letting it kind of the reader hopefully project their own emotions onto it. Did you find that just creatively in general that you need to set parameters for yourself in order for you to be productive? I think with drawing, maybe because I knew I had to simplify because. I have no formal training. I mean, I have no formal training in music either, but I couldn't necessarily draw these elaborate scenes. And, you know, I'm not Chris Ware. I can't draw these kind of insane scenes. And, I mean, it probably I mean, would have taken you another, like, 10 years yeah, to get this book out. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I did I did this book pretty fast. so And I, I probably can. And I think at one point I would like to try doing a book that's a little more structured like that with dialogue and with real places and scenes and a little more fleshed out i mean obviously again you committed yourself to certain parameters you committed yourself to a certain style certain characters things like that but you know especially for what is essentially your first book to sit down and commit yourself to like a plot or a story for the duration of 250 pages Mm -hmm. i mean that's a tough mountain to climb initially yeah years ago i was doing i was on tour and i was i did the same i did I was writing a story, and I think I got 100 pages in drawing. And I was kind of m- making it up as I went along, and I definitely walked into a couple of corners with it. But it was challenging, and I think the biggest challenge is, you know, when you've been drawing something for a year, you lose, you kind of lose the momentum. And you're like, yeah. I'm kind of bored of this now. And You, you lose the momentum, and you, you lose this sort of all kind of relativity as far as, like, whether or not it's good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, especially, are you Absolutely. bouncing it off people in the meantime? You, you mean, send it to Eric. Yeah, with that, I was, Eric was really the only person yeah. seeing it. So it was, I was in a little bit of a, a vacuum with it. It was a little scary. 
I mean, obviously, Eric Reynolds is a very good judge of these oh, sorts absolutely. of things. There's, there's, probably, there's probably nobody I would trust more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then with that one that I was, this one I was doing years ago, this was like eight years ago, I was making a comic. I sh- showed it to my bandmates on tour, like I passed my book mm-hmm. around because it was all in this in this one um It was just the, the physical pages. Yeah, in this, in this sketchbook. Yeah. Still, I don't know. I think I still have it somewhere. But you know, it, they like they were like, "This is cool. I want to see where this goes." I'm curious, and I just kind of lost the the thread. Just lost it a wow. little bit. It's good. I, I I do like the collaborative. This is something that's so solitary drawing. Yeah, and music is is so much more collaborative and writing like script writing and and like that can be solitary. But you, when you bounce it back with producers and stuff, you start you start to get really um you get collaborative with it. When you do paint yourself a new corner musically obviously like finding a new collaborator is probably a big part of of like you know pulling yourself out of that hole sounds exhausting (laughs) i'm not good at i'm not good at playing with others i like that's that's surprising to for me to hear because i mean you know you've done you've done lots of projects over the years i have i have and they just never they never turn out great um or at least, like, from a, a personal relationship. Yeah, you standpoint. tell me. I don't know. No, no. I, I, I mean, I, I like I like the I like the stuff you put on record. But is that something that ends up like <laughs> ruining friendships? No, not at all. I I have deep um, loving friendships with with Mr. Heavenly and yeah. Human Highway. Those projects were great experiences, and I I always learn something from them and and from the people and from the experiences and. Um, and it's good. It's just not my inclination is not to collaborate with yep. others. It's I, I'm in I'm of the more solipsistic nature, for better or for worse. So uh, I was I was in Seattle a couple of weeks ago, and I was talking to uh, John Roderick about. Um, mm. I think we That's we the long winter long winters guy. guy yeah. yeah, and and I think we both like referred to ourselves as being um, extroverted introverts. Mm-hmm. Where, where, like, this is this is something I end up talking. INFJSP or something. Oh uh, like yeah, <laughs> whatever, whatever sort of Tinder. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Your Tinder profile. But, it, but it was something that like I, I had trouble wrapping my brain around for a really long time. And mm. you know, I was in a relationship with a woman for a while, and she she told me like I, I don't understand how you can interview strangers or you can like go on stage or go on TV and be perfectly fine. But like, if you go to a party. You're like that guy, like in the corner of the room, like you know, can't talk to strangers. You need to bring a microphone with you to parties. Well, I was talking to him about this, and and he said, and it really rang true. It was just sort of like he told me, I, I'm able to to do all these things, but they're just like psychically draining. I can sort of like go be the life of the party somewhere or or perform a show, but then afterwards, I just sort of like need to be alone in a room after that. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I lo- I'm a social person too. Like I do like. I do like f- my friendships, and I like to be around other people. At least I like, you know, noise humming in the background. Yeah. Um, I think the idea of total isolation scares me. I like to have the option to duck in and duck out. And yeah, I probably, it's probably exhausting. I think both things, you need a, you need a balance. Sure. Working on this book was an opportunity for you to kind of pull yourself out of that for a, a relatively extended period of time. Yeah, and to finish and have something real tangible and something that a publisher was going to release and and did and to see that through to completion i think i needed that i'd been working on stuff that was a lot more amorphous and and abstracted and 
had no and is still like either in development or dead. I think I needed uh, I needed something like this that was concrete. It's interesting the way you put it before, you know, saying that like, you know, you, you make a product and, and it's tangible. You make a drawing on a piece of paper and it's there. I mean, obviously, to some degree, um, you know, make, making a film or making music like th- that option's there. Right. I mean, you know, it's, it's easy enough for you to go you know back to your your place and just like record a song, you know, put it on the Internet. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, th- this when you're dealing with a, a publisher, I mean, this it, it's not really real until it's like actually kind of out in the world. So there's that same sort of delay. I mean, what what is it about it that feels more immediate to you? Well, it's the I guess it's the combination of the legitimacy of it too. I mean, yeah. yes, I could go home and re- release a song on SoundCloud, but it would probably get lost in the noise. And not and not to say that this book isn't necessarily lost in a sea of other great comics that are out right now, but. Uh, I don't know. Maybe just because it's a new medium for me. Yeah. I'm a little less jaded about the whole thing. I don't know. Just, I, I think just the process of like drawing, sitting down and drawing and then seeing it and it's done and it's like, this mm. is the thing versus like, yeah, I could go home to my apartment and record something, but it would probably feel like a demo because it's recorded at home. Like, I don't have the, I don't necessarily have the tools or the desire to make something at home that's... I mean, I did make a solo record in my apartment. My record, City of Quartz, my solo thing. That was made in my apartment. Um, I don't necessarily want to do that again. I did it, you know? Uh, I don't like to repeat myself, I think, is is the most important thing. But um, So, you know, I'd have to go to a studio and, like, pay an engineer and and session players or or my bandmates. um, And that would... You know, then the price just goes up. This is something I can do for free. I can draw a page, and it doesn't cost me anything but the time and the... Doing a, a comic like this is like uh, doing a solo record from the standpoint of... I mean, the beauty of it is that you don't have to necessarily lean on other people in order to get it out in the world, but the, the downside of it is the same as a solo record, which is your name is on it. If it sucks, it's, it's, no, it's essentially nobody's fault but your own. True. I'm okay with that. I like taking I'd rather I'd rather the blame be easily yeah. identifiable, you know. It's a pretty consistent when I talk to bands across the board of of you know everybody likes to think about it it being some some sort of a democracy, mm. but at the end of the day in order to be productive at all one person it really needs to kind of be dictatorial. I mean there there mm. needs to be one person really sort of in charge of the vision who's kind of running the show. You know, bands, I don't know, every band works differently. Yeah. These dynamics, some really work in a, really work in a, a true democracy. A band, I think of bands, but I guess the bands I can think of don't really exist anymore. The band I think of is Fugazi. They seem yeah. like a real... Almost like a socialist collective. Yeah, but again, they're not a band anymore, so who knows what went on behind the scenes to, to make them stop. But yeah, I'm not sure. I think everyone works differently. I, I think that... It helps to have someone kind of steering the ship, doing it as, you know, with, with as much benevolence as possible. But, uh, yeah, I think, I think people need to, I think there are roles that we can, we can assign ourselves for sure. And that, I definitely, in music was, was, was in that role of like kind of steering the ship and, and, uh, at least with islands and stuff. And it was an amazing, amazing experience and the last iteration of the band was just phenomenal group of players and um attitudes so when did you finish work on the book december of 2017 
So I started in April and finished in December. Okay. There is that kind of delay with actually like being finished with it and it, it, yeah. it coming out in the world. Yeah, it was tough. What do you what do you what do you do in those intervening months? How do you fill the time? Are, do you like throw yourself into the next project? I was writing concurrently yep. with with the comics. I had, was I had sold a pilot script and um, was developing that. And you're living you're living in Los Angeles. Like I live so. in Los Angeles, California, <laughs> uh, Lipstick City. Is that, uh, is that a Sharplingism? It is. Yeah. <laughs> Credit where it's due. <laughs> yeah. Shout, shout out to Tom Sharpling. Is that like in order to um, to, to continue living within city limits? You have to. You're required one, by law. One screenplay per year. You have to. Um, you have to have three spec scripts yeah. on the go, and you have to have one in various stages of development, or you or you have to leave. Mm-hmm. You have to go and live in. Pacoima, I think. Is that kind of where you're at right now? I mean, do, do, do you just like foresee yourself creatively just kind of going from, from medium to medium? Or are you at a point now where you're really sort of like searching for the next major stepping stone, something you can really kind of throw yourself into for an extended period? Um, I'm trying to write more. Yeah. yeah. When, now, when you say write, you mean uh, screenplays? Yeah. 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 It sounds, it's such an embarrassing uh, thing to admit. It's like a addiction or something or some kind of like we're at some sort of like like Narcanon program. Yeah, right now. exactly. Which is I think owned by the Church, Church of Scientology. Scientology. Yeah, <laughs> and we are spitting distance from you. You know, you spend like all these months working on the comic. You know, you're 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 in that that holding period before it comes out. Yeah, is there a sense of kind of like waiting for it to get out into the world to see how people react to it before you decide whether or not you're going to try that again no i'm not waiting for reaction i mean that will help i think if i if i put if penguins gets this positive or extremely negative reaction that might affect my moves but i think just being in the being in the world of comics like yeah. doing the stuff going to i went to spx mm. in maryland yeah that was really vibrant and to, to be in that scene and to see all these young comics creators was inspiring I'm going to Cab in November. Okay, so you're coming back to Brooklyn. Yes, and that'll be really, I think, really interesting. Just to get, just to like learn the, almost like the, the world of it, like less the yeah. the, the the social dynamics of it. Maybe it's just interesting to kind of see and and just getting to know some some of the Fanographics artists. Um, meeting Simon Hanselman who I was mm-hmm. a fan of it, it's all very inspiring and I think it, it feeds into like oh this is a there is a community yep. of the of comics and um the book has been out for for a month and a half and you're and you're sort of like speaking in future tense about about gauging that reaction I mean, do, do you feel like do you feel like it's a slower burn than coming out with a record as far as like gauging how people react to it well what's interesting I mean, I think there's so many similarities between releasing a record and a book. Um, I don't necessarily know all the details of releasing a book yet because it's, it's, it is yeah. so new. But I know with releasing a record, there's so much emphasis on that first week. Or there used to be at least more than there is now. There's just so much more noise, I think, in the music world. And, and releasing a record hinges so much on the, the month or two leading up to the record and the first week. I'm still in it. I'm still in, like, I, like you said, I'm a month and a half into yeah. the, the book thing, but I'm starting to, I'm starting to get, like, figure out what my voice is. I think as a cartoonist, not as a creative person, because I, I want to make another book. I didn't necessarily know what it was, or I don't necessarily know what it's going to be, but I'm kind of figuring it out as I like 
as I wade into the world of comics and stuff. And what, what does that mean, your voice? I mean, because obviously, like, th- that book is out there. It, yeah. It's not your it's not your writerly voice. <laughs> or what my place is, maybe. Okay. I don't know, just like just as... what, what my identity is as a, yeah. as a comics creator. It's a blessing and a curse that you're bringing this this music career in and and like you said before mm. the upshot of it is is that if you were just some you know random person putting a first book out without like having to mini comics all these things there wouldn't be any interest there so you're bringing people along but right. at the same time you know you feel like you need to kind of shed that to some degree mm. i mean was there sort of a concern that you're like coming into this new medium and that like people you know perhaps wouldn't take you seriously as somebody who's uh, a musician? Yeah, I think I I think I had that fear even just a month ago. I was like, oh, I don't want to be thought of as kind of a day tripper. Like, yeah. I'm just coming in and, oh, I'm like a hobbyist and I'm going to, oh, I want to do comics now and I'm going to do a comic <laughs> and, oh, Fanagraphics is going to put my book out. And I think like a month ago, I was feeling a little more insecure about that. But I've kind of realized that it all, it all flows for me. And like, I've always been, I've always been, I don't know how to say this without sounding like a giant fucking asshole but i've always been i've just always been a creative creatively minded person and that's how i work my way through the world is like through that through that through making shit it's how you make sense of things yeah i think so it's how i exist in the world it's it's at, at least that's the that's what i'm that's how i see it and how it feels so i think they're all they are related like my records and my book my drawing and my songs, there, there's a relationship. Obviously, it's me. Like I'm yeah. the, the through line there, and I don't, I don't necessarily need to shy away from my past as a musician and try to carve out this new identity. I want it to stand. I want the comics, my drawings, and my book to stand on its own, and I, I don't want it to need to be, uh, for it to have any relevance to be in relationship to my music i don't want it to be like a companion thing but i know that it's the it's it's it like the greater uh zooming out a little bit the 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 main focus is is me is my what's my voice so i know that it's it's all related but uh this book was sort of you kind of dealing with with where you were mentally at the time you know and you know not to put too fine a point on Mm. like some of these these penguin metaphors. Okay. How much of that is a result of sort of like what's happening in the world? I mean, how much of these sort mm. of like, again, issues with these creatures who have these wings they can't do anything with and watching something like, which on the face of it, like planet earth, sh- you know, should be kind of like a fun, mm. you know, engaging thing. Sure. And you sort of took the like the most depressing lesson mm-hmm. out of it. Mm-hmm. How much of that's a result of like, just kind of how fucked up the world is at the moment. I mean, I'm not going to, disagree that the world is incredibly fucked up right now but i think the world has been fucked up for a long time and we didn't just arrive here like the world didn't just suddenly become fucked up in november of 2016 it's been yeah you know what i mean or there there were things that led to that happening yeah absolutely and uh so i don't know that i'm consciously trying to comment on anything in the now i'm i'm just not even really consciously there's i don't consciously i'm not making a point with with this i'm just really just sitting down and drawing and and (laughs) these are the kinds of stories or the gags or the jokes or the moments or emotions that are just coming out i wasn't I didn't have a, a real um agenda or a or a or a co- even a cohesive plan i just, just i just would sit down and 
would kind of let it come out. But obviously you, know? you can't untangle your, your mental state or any of those other things from what's going on more broadly. Yeah, I guess not. I guess not. But I don't think... I try not to overthink sure. it, you know? Sure. I just try to, like, ride it. I think it's the easiest way to be... to, to For me to be a productive is, is not to overthink things, to let it kind of flow. Was the process of making comics cathartic in the same way that music has been for you over your career? I mean, music... Yeah. Sometimes more cathartic than others. Obviously. I think music, yeah, music can sometimes be the most cathartic for a lot of reasons. I think because it's like physically coming out of my voice yeah. and like there's more of a, a capital E emotion. And when you're like all. out on stage every night, you can work through some yeah, of that. Yeah, exactly. But satisfaction I would get from finishing a drawing, yeah. I guess there's a catharsis in that for sure is feeling like. I've created a thing and it's here and I, I, I'm, and yeah, maybe it's expressed something I was unable to express otherwise via song or, or just, just even just articulate in words. So, so you're in sort of that wait and see period with regards to the book and, and the reaction to it, you know, it's kind of like a prolonged book tour in a sense, mm. you know, at what point does Fantagraphics send you that email of like, where's, where's book two? Wow. I don't know. I'd be flattered if they <laughs> sent me an email asking for another, I mean, Obviously, you have to sign the contract for the first gotta, one. Yeah, I still got to <laughs> sign the contract. I I await that. I think that, that that's the thing that fires me up, you know, is, is having someone, if someone wants it from me, you know, if, if someone came to me with music, too, yeah. and was like, here's the money, give us the record, you know, that would motivate me. I, I, so before you commit to book number two, you, you kind of need someone to approach you. You need to know it's going to have a home. I mean, I would like to think Fanographics will will be. I, yeah. I feel like I've I've got a really good relationship with yeah. them, and I I love what they do, and I love them as people, and I I think they like me f- just fine, and I think they trust. Jack Jack says nothing but nice things about you. Okay, just for the record, for the record, on the record, I want to make sure I have something that's up to snuff for them. You know, yeah. I've definitely been thinking about the, what's next as far as comics. Um, I've been sort of drawing just sketching just kind of letting it flow it's almost like figured or um continuous line drawings where you just like let your pen move and stream of consciousness yeah just let it out and see what kind of happens yeah. and some of the stuff that i've been writing some script stuff that i've been writing i've been thinking about maybe maybe translating adapting yeah. into comic into the comics format because it could work because i do the next thing i do i want it to be one long story i want it to have more of a traditional arc a structure maybe and and characters and and dialogue and that kind of thing but it, but it's safe to say that this was enough of like an overall positive experience that we're going to see a second book from you at some point. I mean, it was extremely positive from where I'm standing, and yeah, I'd love, I'd deeply, deeply love to do another book. I don't definitely don't want it to be a one and done type deal. There you go. That was Nick Thorburn. Thoroughly enjoyed that conversation. Thanks so much to him. Thanks to Jack at Fanographics for helping set up that conversation. We recorded that one on a recent trip to Los Angeles on a fairly loud street right across the street from one of the many Los Angeles churches of Scientology. You can check out Nick's new book, Penguins. It's out now on Fanographics and, of course, 8 million different bands that he's in, including 
Islands, uh, Unicorns, Human Highway, the list goes on and on. I'm a big fan of just about everything he does. Thanks to him. Thanks to you guys as always for listening to the program. If you like the show, there are a number of ways to support us. You can rate and review us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, we're on Spotify now. We have a YouTube page as well. If you have any feedback, it's rlcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Tumblr. That's rlcast.tumblr.com. That is the first and best place to go for our IYL-related information. And that's about all we got for this week, so stick around because we are going to be back just about this time next week with another episode of R.I.Y.L.